0: Chapter 22, verses 54 through 71. Of Catina Aria, Gospel of St. Luke, Part 2, by St. Thomas Aquinas. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Verses 54 through 62. Then took they him, and led him, and brought him into the high priest's house. And Peter followed afar off. And when they had kindled a fire in the midst of the hall, and were set down together, Peter sat down among them. But a certain maid held him as he sat by the fire, and earnestly looked upon him, and said, This man was also with him. And he denied him, saying, Woman, I know him not. And after a little while another saw him, and said, Thou art also of them. And Peter said, Man, I am not. And about the space of one hour after another confidently affirmed, saying, Of a truth, this fellow also was with him, for he is a Galilean. And Peter said, Man, I know not what thou sayest. And immediately while he yet spake, the cock crew. And the Lord turned and looked upon Peter, and Peter remembered the word of the Lord, how he had said unto him, Before the cock crow, thou shalt deny me thrice. And Peter went out and wept bitterly. Ambrose. The wretched men understood not the mystery nor had reverence unto an outpouring of compassion so merciful that even his enemies he suffered not to be wounded for it is said then took they him etc when we read of jesus being holden let us guard against thinking that he is holden with respect to his divine nature and unwilling through weakness for he is held captive and bound according to the truth of his bodily nature bede now the chief priest means caiaphas who, according to John, was high priest that year. Augustine, but first he was led to Annas, the father-in-law of Caiaphas, as John says, then to Caiaphas, as Matthew says, but Mark and Luke do not give the name of the high priest. Chrysostom, it is therefore said to the house of the high priest that nothing whatever might be done without the consent of the chief of the priests for thither had they all assembled waiting for Christ. Now the great zeal of Peter is manifested in his not flying, when he saw all the others doing so. For it follows, but Peter followed afar off. Ambrose, rightly he followed afar off, soon about to deny, for he could never have denied if he had clung close to Christ. But herein must he be revered, that he forsook not our Lord even though he was afraid. Fear is the effect of nature, solicitude of tender affection. Bede. But that when our Lord was going to his passion, Peter followed afar off, represents the church about to follow indeed. That is, to imitate our Lord's passion, but in a far different manner, for the church suffers for herself. Our Lord suffered for the church. Ambrose. And by this time there was a fire burning in the house of the high priest, as it follows, and when they had kindled a fire, etc. Peter came to warm himself, because his Lord being taken prisoner, the heart of his soul had been chilled in him. Pseudo-Augustine, for to Peter were delivered the keys of the kingdom of heaven. To him were entrusted an innumerable multitude of people, who were wrapped up in sin, but peter was somewhat too vehement as the cutting off the ear of the high priest's servant betokens if he then who was so stern and so severe had obtained the gift of not sinning what pardon would he have given to the people committed to him therefore divine providence suffers him first to be holden of sin that by the consciousness of his own fall he might soften his too harsh judgment towards sinners, when he wished to warm himself at the fire. A maid came to him, of whom it follows, but a certain maid beheld him, etc. Ambrose, what meaneth it that a maid is the first to betray Peter? Whereas surely men ought the more easily to have recognized him, save that that sex should be plainly implicated in our Lord's murder in order that it might also be redeemed by his passion. But Peter, when discovered, denies. For better that Peter should have denied, than our Lord's word should have failed. Hence it follows, And he denied, saying, Woman, I know him not. Augustine, What ails thee, Peter? Thy voice is suddenly changed. That mouthful of faith and love is turned to hatred and unbelief. Not yet a while is the scourge applied, not yet the instruments of torture. Thy interrogator is no one of authority who might cause alarm to the confessor. The mere voice of a woman asked the question, and she perhaps not about to divulge thy confession, nor yet a woman but a doorkeeper, a mean slave. Ambrose. Peter denied because he promised rashly. He does not deny on the mount, nor in the temple, nor in his own house, but in the judgment hall of the Jews. There he denies where Jesus was bound, where truth is not. And denying him, he says, I know him not. It were presumptuous to say that he knew him whom the human mind cannot grasp, for no one knoweth the Son but the Father. Again, the second time he denies Christ, for it follows, and after a little while another saw him, and said, Thou wert also one of them. Augustine, And it is supposed that in the second denial he was addressed by two persons, namely by the maid whom Matthew and Mark mention, and by another whom Luke speaks of. With respect then to what Luke here relates, and after a little while, etc. Peter had already gone out of the gate, and the cock had crowed the first time, as Mark says, and now he had returned, that, as John says, he might again deny standing by the fire of which denial it follows. And Peter said, Man, I am not. Ambrose. For he preferred to deny himself rather than Christ, or because he seemed to deny being in the company of Jesus, he truly denied himself. Bede. In this denial, then, of Peter, we affirm that not only is Christ denied by him who says that he is not Christ, but by him also, who being a Christian says he is not ambrose he is also asked a third time for it follows and about the space of one hour after another confidently affirmed saying of a truth this fellow also was with him augustine what matthew and mark call after a little while luke explains by saying about the space of one hour after but with regard to the space of time john says nothing likewise when matthew and mark record not in the singular but in the plural number those who conversed with peter while Luke and John speak of one, we may easily suppose either that Matthew and Mark used the plural for the singular by a common form of speech, or that one person in particular addressed Peter, as being the one who had seen him, and that others, trusting to his credit, joined in pressing him. But now, as to the words which Matthew asserts were said to Peter himself, truly thou art one of them, for thy speech betrayeth thee, as also those which to the same peter john declared to have been said did not i see thee in the garden whereas mark and luke state that they spoke to one another concerning peter we either believe that they held the right opinion who say that they were really addressed to peter for what was said concerning him in his presence amounts to the same as if it had been said to him or that they were said in both ways and that some of the evangelists related them one way, some the other. Bede. But he adds, for he is a Galilean, not that the Galileans spoke a different language from the inhabitants of Jerusalem, who indeed were Hebrews, but that each separate province and country, having its own peculiarities, could not avoid a vernacular tone of speech. It follows, And Peter said, Man, I know not what thou sayest. Ambrose, that is, I know not your blasphemies, but we make excuse for him. He did not excuse himself, for an involved answer is not sufficient for our confessing Jesus, but an open confession is required. And therefore, Peter is not represented to have answered this deliberately, for he afterwards recollected himself and wept. Bede, Holy Scripture is often wont to mark the character of certain events by the nature of the times in which they take place. Hence Peter, who sinned at midnight, repented at cock-crow, for it follows, and immediately while he yet spake the cock-crew. The error he committed in the darkness of forgetfulness he corrected by the remembrance of the true light. Augustine. The cock-crow we understand to have been after the third denial of Peter, as Mark has expressed it. Bede. This cock must, I think, be understood mystically as some great teacher, who rouses the listless and sleepy, saying, Awake ye righteous, and sin not. Chrysostom. Marvel now at the case of the master, who, though he was a prisoner, had exercised much forethought for his disciple, whom by a look he brought to himself and provoked to tears. For it follows, and the Lord turned and looked upon Peter. Augustine. How we should understand this requires some careful consideration. For Matthew says, Peter was sitting without in the hall, which he would not have said unless the transaction relating to our Lord were passing within. Likewise also, where Mark said, And as Peter was beneath in the hall, he shows that the things he had been speaking of took place not only within, but in the upper part. How then did our Lord look upon Peter? not with his bodily face, since Peter was without in the hall among those who were warming themselves, while these things were going on in the inner part of the house. Wherefore, that looking upon Peter seems to me to have been done in a divine manner, and, as it was said, look thou and hear me, and turn and deliver my soul. So I think the expression here used, the Lord turned and looked upon Peter. Bede. For to look upon him is to have compassion, seeing that not only while penance is being practiced, but that it may be practiced, the mercy of God is necessary. Ambrose. Lastly, those whom Jesus looks upon weep for their sins. Hence it follows, And Peter remembered the word of the Lord, how he had said to him, Before the cock crow, thou shalt deny me thrice. And he went out and wept bitterly. Why did he weep? Because he sinned as a man. I read of his tears. I do not read of his confession. Tears wash away an offense, which it is shame to confess in words. The first and second time he denied and wept not. For as yet our Lord had not looked upon him. He denied the third time. Jesus looked upon him, and he wept bitterly. So then... If thou wilt obtain pardon, wash away thy guilt in tears. Cyril Now Peter did not dare to weep openly, lest he should be detected by his tears. But he went out and wept. He wept not because of punishment, but because he denied his beloved Lord, which was more galling than any punishment. Verses 63-71 through And the men that held Jesus mocked him and smote him, And when they had blindfolded him, they struck him on the face, and asked him, saying, Prophesy, who is it that smote thee? And many other things blasphemously spake they against him. And as soon as it was day, the elders of the people and the chief priests and the scribes came together, and led him into their council, saying, Art thou the Christ? Tell us. And he said unto them, If I tell you, ye will not believe and if i also ask you ye will not answer me nor let me go hereafter shall the son of man sit on the right hand of the power of god then said they all art thou then the son of god and he said unto them ye say that i am and they said what need we any further witness for we ourselves have heard of his own mouth augustine The temptation of Peter, which took place between the mockings of our Lord, is not related by all the evangelists in the same order. For Matthew and Mark first mention those, then Peter's temptation. But Luke has first described the temptations of Peter, then the mockings of our Lord, saying, And the men that held Jesus mocked him, etc. Chrysostom Jesus, the Lord of heaven and earth, sustains and suffers the mockings of the ungodly, giving us an example of patience. Theophylact, Likewise, the Lord of prophets is derided as a false prophet. It follows, and they blindfolded him. This they did as a dishonor to him who wished to be accounted by the people as a prophet. But he who is struck with the blows of the Jews is struck also now by the blasphemies of false Christians and they blindfolded him, not that he should not see their wickedness, but that they might hide his face from them. But heretics and Jews and wicked Catholics provoke him with their vile actions, as it were mocking him, saying, Who smote thee? While they flatter themselves that their evil thoughts and works of darkness are not known by him. Augustine our lord is supposed to have suffered these things until the morning in the house of the high priest to which he was first led hence it follows and as soon as it was day the elders of the people and the chief priests and the scribes came together and led him into their council saying art thou the christ etc feed they wished not for truth but were contriving calumny because they expected that christ would come only as man Of the root of David, they sought this of him, that if he should say, I am the Christ, they might falsely accuse him of claiming to himself the kingly power. Theophylact, He knew the secrets of their hearts, that they who had not believed his works would much less believe his words. Hence it follows, and he said unto them, If I tell you, ye will not believe, etc. Bede. For he had often declared himself to be the Christ, as when he said, I and my father are one, and other such like things. And if I also ask you, ye will not answer me. For he had asked them how they said Christ was the son of David, whereas David in the Spirit called him his Lord. But they wished neither to believe his words nor to answer his questions. However, because they sought to accuse falsely the seed of David, they hear something still further. As it follows, Hereafter shall the Son of Man sit on the right hand of the power of God. Theophylact, As if he said, There is no time left to you any longer for discourses and teaching, but hereafter shall be the time of judgment, when ye shall see me, the Son of Man, sitting on the right hand of the power of God. Cyril. Whenever sitting in a throne are spoken of God, his kingly and supreme majesty is signified. For we do not imagine any judgment seat to be placed, on which we believe the Lord of all takes his seat, nor again that in any wise right hand or left hand appertain to divine nature, for figure and place and sitting are the properties of bodies. But how shall the Son be seen to be of equal honor and to sit together on the same throne, if he is not the Son according to nature? having in himself the natural property of the father. Theophylact. When then they heard this, they ought to have been afraid. But after these words they are the more frantic. As it follows, All said, etc. Bede. They understood that he called himself the Son of God in these words. The Son of Man shall sit on the right hand of the power of God. Ambrose the lord had rather prove himself a king than call himself one that they might have no excuse for condemning him when they confess the truth of that which they lay against him it follows and he said ye say that i am cyril when christ spoke this the company of the pharisees were very wroth uttering shameful words as it follows then said they what need we any further witness, etc., Theophylact, whereby it is manifest that the disobedient reap no advantage when the more secret mysteries are revealed to them, but rather incur the heavier punishment. Wherefore, such things ought to be concealed from them. End of chapter 22.